Hello and welcome to the Not So Random Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And on this podcast, we'll get to have lighthearted conversations filtered through godly perspectives. You get to hear conversations by myself and my friends along the journey, where you get to hear their stories and so much more. So grab yourself a drink, get that comfy space to sit on or lie on, and welcome to the Not So Random Conversations podcast. What's up, dudes and dudettes of the interwebs? <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Not So Random Conversations podcast with me, your host, Dan. I can't believe it. We've made it to the seventh episode. I mean, what? You know, when kickstarting a podcast or when someone has a project like a podcast, you often wonder and there's these voices in our heads that come and you're like, how am I going to do this? Where's the content going to come from? But let me tell you something. God has proven himself faithful throughout this entire process of just recording, sitting down, having you guys listen getting your feedback it means so so much and i'm grateful to god for all of it i mean what (sighs) just so excited anyway if you're new to the podcast kindly go listen to the previous episodes after this one and i hope you'll be blessed i'm sure there's something for you there so with not much to say dive right into today's episode which is titled growing pains Growing pains is basically adulting. (laughs) That is a phrase everyone is quite familiar with, adulting. You know, every time I think of growing pains, one of my favorite albums comes to mind. It's an album by Alessia Cara titled The Pains of Growing. And I really love that album because it's generally honesty. And everything about growing up from home being wherever you live, love aches, love pains, um, growing up in itself, how trying to fit into a grown-up shoes at times gets hectic. And yeah, basically all those concepts. And it's such an interesting album. Also, a song by my favorite artist, Jonathan McReynolds, called Adulting some phenomenal work of art there with both projects. I've just been having conversations with some of my friends and it's interesting how everyone is going through a different phase and everything revolves around growing and it's such an interesting space. So this led me to speaking about growing pains. (laughs) And in today's lesson, we learn how to grow spiritually through our growing pains let me ask it let me ask you a question how many of you have had growing pains when you are growing up i'm sure almost all of you like literal pains i mean it like literally pains just because of growing you know we we learned some of this in grade six or class six (laughs) you remember Uh, how our bodies change and at times it comes with loads of pain i personally remember going to my mom when some of my teeth were growing and it was so painful 
or at times I'd feel a joint ache and it's basically because my muscles were stretching and usually she'd look it over ask a few questions then say well it's probably growing pains I'm sure that if the pains persisted she would have looked at get it looked at by a doctor but the pains usually went away quickly and so I guess they were just growing pains but in truth growth is painful it's amazing to think about how much change has to take place for us to grow from a newborn to a full-grown adult we start at about let's say 20 inches tall or some kids who are pretty tiny like 15 15 inches or 12 inches like similar to that 30 centimeter ruler (laughs) and then we grow into adults and ranging from five feet four and a half inches or five feet seven inches you you know the terms and a seven foot tall man is 84 inches tall which is four times bigger than he actually started and why am i saying this i'm just trying to put some perspective in your head because growing spiritually can also be painful when we first become christians we are like newborns and there's a lot of growth that must take place before we are full grown spiritual adults and unfortunately spiritual growth can also be stunted and by stunted i mean remain stagnant or remain at the same position spiritual growth often comes in spurts but it's it best happens over a long time over a long haul if you look at i remember i took geography in school and when we would look at tropical rainforests huge plants and trees grow quickly and sometimes even overnight but these trees had soft wood and they would easily fall prey to insects and disease and live for only a short time and in rugged mountains growth is usually slow I'm privileged to, to come from Kenya where there's loads of mountains. There's Mount Longonot, um, Mount... What's this other mountain? <laughs> oh, there's a Menengai crater. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's amazing physical features around. Eh, I'm sure I'll get roasted after that because I don't know my, my geography that well. In as much as I took the classes. Anyway, in such spaces, growth is slow. Uh, plants and trees must endure high winds and intense cold, but they grow strong and tough with knotty hardwood. Especially in Mount Kenya. Yeah, now I remember mountain I was thinking of. <laughs> I feel so dumb right now that I couldn't remember one of the most prominent mountains in our country. But <laughs> spiritual hardships and lessons have value. We often can't appreciate it at the time, but they make us grow strong over a course of time. As we turn our attention to our text from First Thessalonians, we talk about the letter of the, the, to the Thessalonians. Let's be reminded of what Paul said or what happens in this case 
backstory. Paul went to Thessalonica on his second missionary journey and helped plant a church in the city. Unfortunately, because of persecution, Paul was forced to leave after only a few weeks. Nevertheless, the Thessalonians quickly became a model church because of their faithful service, their open receptivity, and their evangelistic influence. The Thessalonians had become a model church because Paul had conducted a model ministry while he was he was there. That model ministry included Paul ministering as a faithful steward, a loving mother, and a concerned father. He, he played both roles. Today, if you want to notice how this model church and model ministry had to face growing pains, it was not easy to become a Christian in the Salonaika. And it was not easy for Paul to minister either in those first century cities. Those early Christians and missionaries faced persecution and suffering. Yet in the midst of what they faced, they also experienced growth and joy. And it's the same as growing up. Growing up comes with so much pain, and but it also has so much joy in the fun moments that we have to go through every day. I'm sure at times... For someone in the mid-twenties who's just got their first job and just moved out from home, you get to experience paying, paying some bills, electrical bills, water bills, taxes, paying taxes, and all that. In as much as it might be painful to grab that money from your pocket and do that act, the process of growing in itself, you get to make new friends, you get to go to new places, there's a fun that comes with it. And it's the same in the church of the Thessalonica. They were faced with so much, but they experienced the growth, and in the midst of the growth, there was so much joy. Let's spend some time exploring and applying the text to what we can learn about growing, the growing pains we face. So let's turn our Bibles. Let's flip the pages to First Thessalonians 2.13. The word says, And we also thank God continually, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it actually is the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. So, Paul had already expressed his appreciations to the Thessalonians when they opened the first letter, where he was saying, We always thank God for you all, mentioning you in our prayer. Here, Paul wants us to share the reason he had to constantly thank God for them. And what was this reason? It was the way that the Thessalonians had received the word of God. When Paul, Silas, and Timothy had bought them the word of God, the Thessalonians could clearly see what they had been preached to was not word from man, but indeed it was from the word of God. The word that Paul used when he said they accepted it, it implies as an inward welcome and an embracing, not just a surface acceptance. And like the words of men, the word of God is not empty nor powerless. It's never been empty and it will never be empty. 
it's never been powerless and it will never be powerless so paul pointed out that this word of god was at, at work in those who believed and we turn our pages again our bibles again to first thessalonians chapter 2 verse 14 it says for you brothers became imitators of god's churches in judea which are in christ jesus you suffered from your own countrymen the same things those churches suffered from the jews here paul had already commended them for imitating him and his co-workers and now he expands his commendation by saying that they are also imitated by the believers in judea how could these christians be imitators of christians in judea whom they have never seen or known first of all paul had probably told them about the churches in judea and the suffering they faced at his own hand second the Holy Spirit's sanctifying and empowering work was making the Thessalonian church a duplicate of his work in the way that both churches dealt in the persecution. So those in Judea faced persecution yet grew through it and the Thessalonians followed the same example. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 15 to 16, there is a couple of interesting verses as Paul draws up a kind of catalogue of the errors of the sins of, of the sins of the Jews. Some people have been so uncomfortable with these verses that they have tried to reject them or somehow tone them down so as not to create anti-Semitism. Certainly there is no place in the Christian faith for anti-Semitism. And an interesting bit is Paul was not anti-Semitic. He loved his fellow Jews and sought to help them out. As we go forward with these narratives and stories, we jump into Romans 9. Paul described his anguish of heart over the people of Israel and expressed his willingness to be cast and cut off from Christ if it would lead to Israel's salvation. Ultimately, Paul was not expressing any kind of religious bigotry toward the, the Jews, but was just being truthful. The Jews had a long history of rejecting anyone who brought God's word to them. And in Second Chronicles chapter 24, verse 19, it says, Although the Lord sent the prophets to the people to bring them back to him, and though they testified against and though they testified against them they would not listen there's a few list of sins that paul listed they killed the lord jesus and the prophets they persecuted the christians they did not try to please god they were hostile to all men and the result of all that was stacking up their sins to the limit and we see this disobedience of the people over and over and over again and Paul was always so certain that divine wrath would come that he expressed the notion as if it had already occurred. Now, let's apply all those pieces of text into context. <laughs> uh, and there's four lessons on how to grow spiritually, even though there's loads of growing pains around us. First, it's critical that we allow the word of God to be at work in us. As we look at Thessalonians 13, verse 13, 
we learn to continually thank God. Because when we receive the word of God, we accepted it not as from the word of men, but as it actually is the word of God, which is at work in who believes. Allowing the word of God to be at work in us begins with us believing the Bible is what it is, the very word of God. One of mankind's biggest temptations has always been the temptation to redefine and reinterpret the clear word of God. (laughs) And when we look at the first scene in history, it's it's calling us, it was called as a question to what God actually says. The question we must continually ask is, what does God say, not what do I think? And most of the time as we grow up, we tend to rely on our own understanding and forget about God. But let's learn to ask, what does God say? It's not our puny logic that matters in such situations. What matters is God's revelation. I'm guessing that every one of us at one time or another has tried to wiggle away or run away from authority of scripture in order to do what they wanted to do or get out of doing what they didn't want to do. I'm sure there's a lot of Jonah stories, us running away from God. (laughs) There's nothing more important to our growth as Christians as to properly handle and read the word of God. We must treasure and value it value it sorry (laughs) we must devour and ingest it so that the word is in our hearts and in our minds read it eat it like eat that word grow in that word and we must obey it and put it into practice you see when when we are growing up um growing pains is actually a true thing like growing pains when our feet are growing. Actually, the the true definition of growing pains is that pain that comes along with our bones stretching. Legs of growing children having to be moving and it stresses and it strains and the pain comes and goes. That's the true definition of growing pains. And as we grow, we embrace it in the same way that we have to embrace the word of God. At times it might hurt when God asks us to do something, but learn to walk in his truth. God's commands are not just some holy suggestions to be taken or left. Let's learn to praise and thank God in everything as we grow. And it's critical that we overcome the obstacles that Satan sets before us. We must trust God at all times, at all times. And I repeat, at all times. Just as the church grew and it had its growing pains, we'll also grow. Don't give up, don't be afraid, and do not be discouraged. I'll ask you, do you feel like you're going through some growing pains right now? It might hurt getting the cash from your pocket to pay those bills it might hurt well every night you cry in your pillow it might suck that 
so much is happening around you and there's nothing you can do about it. But God reminds us, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. God is with you always. Do not give up. It will all be worth it in the end. It's all worth it in the end as long as we allow the word of God to be at work in us. And if we take seriously what the word says, let's keep our eye on the prize. And the prize is God. Awesome. That just wraps up today's session. And I hope you learned something from it. As we grow, let's also grow spiritually. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Not So Random Conversations podcast. It's my prayer that something that was said during this episode was a blessing to you. And if you had something you'd love to share, go ahead, share it with everyone, your friends, your family, but especially those who benefit from a good story, learn something and grow from it. Remember, we don't always know it all. But learning from someone else's experience helps us a lot. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave a comment. Leave a voice memo if you're listening to this on the Anchor or Spotify app. This is the Not So Random Conversations podcast. Can't wait to see you next time. Remember, you are loved and you are light. Blessings. Blessings.